Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. What's going on, Kevin? How you doing? Good, man. How's it going? Yeah, great. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm back in the old, the, the, the historic co-creative South Tampa studios. <laughs> the Balls and Brew Studios <laughs> for, for of South Tampa. The historic Balls and Brew Studios of South Tampa. No, we're back here in uh, South Tampa. Yeah, my man Chris. How you doing, Chris? Yep. Hey, hey. Friend um, of the show, Chris. Friend of the show. Sometimes videographer. Sometimes. Yeah, so uh, for, for the Balls and Brew show. Uh, so, no, no, I'm doing great, man. Uh, you know, it's a Monday. I'm drinking a, a, a pretty decent beer. Here, um, man, what do you think of the uh, New Belgium Hemperer? I like it. Uh, I thought it might be. I mean, I've had some hemp beers that the hemp is kind of annoying. Like I sometimes I, I I've had beers literally that were hemp, and I just wanted to smell it and not even drink it. Yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. it was just a disappointment. Yeah, and yeah. then I've had times where, it, like, are you sure this has hemp in it? Like, I don't smell anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think this hemp is actually name. this is kind of balanced. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's pretty balanced. I definitely, you definitely smell the hemp for sure, and I can taste it a little bit. It's got that little bit of that like, I don't know. There's a certain way that that things with hemp taste, and and the taste and smell are very congruent. Um, it, it's not a super punchy IPA, really. Um, it, it's. I wasn't expecting that kind of yeah, yeah, hop yeah. forward in this out of New Belgium. Yeah. I think I think they're mostly yeah they don't really neutral. they don't really tend to do that. So yeah, so it's not it's not really that's not a surprise. But um, uh, you know it's solid solid fairly easy drinking. I don't particularly enjoy hemp beers really at all. But it's just something a little different. I've I've not seen it on the shelf at my local Publix, and I did t- today. And so I was like, yeah, let's try it a little bit. It, it's definitely worth drinking. Um, Fairly easy to drink. Uh, the the hip ish ish flavor. And I was I use that hip ish uh, gives it enough balance that it's just not like oh I'm just like just throwing it down my throat. You know, there's a little bit of a complexity to the taste, but you know. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's a pretty solid beer. I, I like it. So um, before I go into so we're talking college football in this segment. We're talking college football today. But before I do that. Tell me what you thought of Thursday's. Uh, it was Thursday. It'll be probably be two weeks from now after uh, the the Bucks. Oh, Bucks, uh, uh, Miami game, first preseason game. Give me, give me uh, just give me a couple. I, th- I think for for the worst team in the league per two ma- national publications, uh, they look pretty good on offense. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. For being one of the worst teams in the league, oh, no, one in fifteen a- actual the worst, worst, the worst. No, I'm they sorry, were thirty. The, the they were rated thirty two out of thirty two by yeah, Bleach yeah. Report and picked to be one in fifteen by Sporting News. Yeah, I thought they're pretty solid. Um, you know, I thought Jameis played pretty well, which is what really matters. All three quarterbacks were pretty. Yeah, good. Really, yeah, Ryan Griffin led last, you and, know, like a two two minute drive yeah, for and, what it's worth. And yeah, inter so. O line literally pushed Miami's front seven straight back all the way down the end zone. So yeah. I'm. I, I, you know, I, I, I mean, because I think in terms of when you're talking preseason, so it, it, it's nice to be like, okay, yeah, these things are good, these things are good, whatever. It's usually in terms of things that that didn't work out. I think depth is still a problem with the yeah, Bucks. You know? I, I think uh, depth at tackle, but if they stay healthy on the interior of the O line, I, I think there's a lot of chance for some from offense on this team. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Uh, Ryan Jensen was a really underrated signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could, yeah, that could be big. They, they went from having a hole that they were trying to fill at center to having like a Pro Bowl level. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. Th- that's gonna make that's gonna pay dividends. Yeah. Well, well yeah, that is being able to move Marpet back to guard mm-hmm. is is it, it, you improve two positions at once. Yeah, yeah. Basically, starter yeah, at center you know, and a new starter at left guard. I think so. that helps. Um, man, if you can get Donovan Smith to play consistently good on any regular I'm, and get Damar Dotson actually on the field. I'm actually <laughs> more concerned about whether it's uh, Benicock or Kappa who's going to play right guard and how well they do. But but they'll be running, I think, to the left side a lot. And I think between Jensen, Marpet, and Donovan Smith, that's three pretty decent run blockers to yeah. go behind. So Peyton Barber could be a pretty under-the-radar uh, fancy football yeah, pick solid. this year. Yeah, yeah pretty solid. Yeah, I hope you, you hope that he continues that level of consistency. I mean, and he's done well in camp. So, he, so you, you, I mean, he. It's good to see at least for a few series what people have been saying in camp tr- actually translate mm-hmm. to to something on the field. And yeah. so, um, 
uh, you know, I, I this they have they have a game coming up up against Tennessee. Uh, I think that's like next. I think we're on, it's Monday, August thirteenth. This is like the this it comes up on Saturday. Um, I you like to see more of the, the same, but I really am looking forward to this, just as we all are to the third game. Yep. <laughs> you know, like and so. get, get through clean too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And really, just try to get to the rest of the season. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to hate preseason to a sense because it's just yeah, you know, it, it's oversold. Yeah, and it's just I, I don't even really too much pay attention to it. But at least, at least the Bucks are doing fairly well. Um, you know, first, second teams have done pretty well. Like I said, death is still an issue, and they just got to figure out, you know, they, they just got to work out the kinks, keep people healthy, secondary guy keep healthy, um, you know, uh, which, you know, another another hard raise injury. But, you know, so. but <laughs> Just what we need. Yeah, exactly. But, but you know, MJ Stewart might be better anyway. So, you know, so it just is what it I is. I think Carlton Davis, I think, is actually the guy who is going to be starting. That's a possibility. That is definitely a possibility. All right, so. Call it, all right, so college football preview. We're going to talk about the AAC because that's the, that's the division that USF's in, mm-hmm. the conference that USF's in. And so, um, you know, there may not be a lot of people that are talking, to you, talking about the AAC around, around this great country the of American ours. The American Athletic Conference, it, not, it, not the ACC. No, not the ACC. No, don't be, yeah, don't get confused. Not the ACC. I can talk about the ACC, but right now we're going to talk about the AAC, the Great American Conference. You know, and so, um, as I like to dub it, you know, America. And and so you know so so let's let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the AAC and just how it's going to go. I, I you know as I've heard some people call it a really good television show. <laughs> I, heard, <laughs> <laughs> I heard some guys on uh, there's another po- a podcast called The Solid Verbal, and they actually call they were like AAC. It's a really good television show. I like it. You know. And so um, so let's start with this question: Is there a New Year's Day six bowl team in this conference this season? Honestly, this is the downfall of being in the G5. There's going to be some team that comes out of a smaller, less talented conference, which is just not dogging them. It's just telling the truth that you don't know when they're going to get hot or who's on their schedule. Uh, Western Michigan two years ago didn't have to beat anybody, and I feel like that will probably happen again. Yeah. So so I'm going to say no because of the fact there's just no room for error. Well – and you have to beat other talented people who were recruited to P five schools. Yeah, well, you get well, you get a couple P fives a year or whatever, and, and so and, and so so does all the other schools. I mean, the school outside the conference you have to worry about probably this year is probably Boise State. Um, I, I, I think there's gonna be some unknown you're not thinking about. I think San Diego State still has a good football program. Uh, Boise, obviously, um, there's probably gonna be somebody coming out of the MAC. Possibly, but the only reason I say Boise State is because they're hovering around the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. That helps. Well, well they're they're they're, they're a very good football program. Boise State is a prime example of you know probably the exception to the rule. I think they're outside the AAC in the G five, but still get P five offer level talent. Yeah, and they have a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have a solid like legit people look mm-hmm. for Boise State. They're they're, they're legit well run program. Yeah, uh, exactly. A lot, lot of respect. I think so. I think they have a shot. I I think what. My answer will be no, uh, because I think what has to happen, this is the formula this year. I think you have to have it, – it's really only three teams that really have a shot in, although I do have a surprise fourth team that I think could surprise some teams. But I, but in the end, I don't even think they're going to – I think they're going to trip them. They're not going to make it. Um, so USF, UCF, Houston, really the only teams that really have a shot. I think it depends on what like Navy does. If Navy gets off to a good start and they start putting it together, they've got the type of team who can grind out wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, outside of that, yeah, I agree. I I think they're maybe only the fourth option I could really provide that may be in that conference. Um, so but, yeah, yeah, but so, so yeah, so, so between those four in Boise, you probably have an eighty percent chance of hitting that team. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's going to come down. A little bit to schedule, I think, and I think what's good, but I think what has to happen, I think what will have to happen is one of those teams will have to be at worst a one-loss loser and win the AAC. Yes, and I don't, I don't know that any of those teams are going to do it. I think they're all between. I think they all have a shot, but they're all hovering well, between one and three losses. Well, if we're going from there, then I mean, I think immediately your, your top four. Did we even mention Memphis? Because Memphis would probably have to come be mentioned as probably the second best option out of the West. Yeah, Either but I, th- I, I I actually think Memphis is I, – I, I don't think highly of Memphis. Memphis has really? some fortuitous – I think Norville can coach. 
I think he's okay, but I, I mean, I actually no. I think I take it back. I think he can coach. I just don't. They're replacing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they're not talentless. They, yeah, they don't have a. They're not talentless, but they don't have a particularly great defense. I mean, uh, that that one receiver was just nuts. He was so hard to cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I I I still think they're they're good enough to be competitive in at the top level of G five. No, I think Memphis, I know. I think Memphis is very good. I mean, and obviously Memphis gets Houston at the end of the season at home, mm-hmm. so that does help. That could be the the that, Western that's probably going to the could, Western probably going to decide the West. Um, I, I I don't. I think they're little, they're like one A behind the three teams I mentioned. Uh, does I, Navy I, play both of them on the road or at home? I don't know. No. On, on Navy well, see, yeah, you're, you're you're skipping ahead to my oh, surprise, I'm sorry, my, I'm sorry, my, uh, surprise team, <laughs> Navy. Has, let's see, and, and I think maybe who I think is a decent team, who shows up every one, once every three years, so it's a they're about due. Um, Navy has, let's see, they have Memphis at home, they have Houston at home. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, you know, like, you know, um, they gotta go to they gotta go on the road to UCF later in the season. Um, Good, maybe they run. But, all but over. they're two toughest games. They're two games that matter. Are at home, you know, mm-hmm. and they're not a bad team, and they don't have a, and they actually don't have a hard schedule. I mean, you know, they go out to Hawaii, they're gonna, they're gonna win that because Hawaii oh, sucks, yeah. and they're, they're gonna win that. Uh, Lehigh, I have a nephew that goes to Lehigh, but he doesn't play football, and they say sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, uh, uh, so they got that. Uh, Air Force could be challenging, but Air Force is not what they used to be. They had Temple at home. Um, Hell, man, they got Notre Dame in a neutral site. You never know. You never know. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I actually think they could surprise some teams. Navy could have losses to uh, UCF, which is not the same division, and Notre Dame, and still be uh, winning the West. Yeah, yeah. So it's you never yeah. know. And, yeah. if, and if they're one loss, depending upon what happens in the East, they could be hosting a title game in Annapolis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a distinct possibility. I am not going to pick them, but they're they, they're the schedule lays out pretty well for them. They they they're very fortunate to have those games, which is probably why they have those off years where they're very good. Yeah, yeah, it might be fine. <laughs> that, might, that may play into it. Well, I think well, you know how it is when you have teams that you've got a you got grow to talent. Mm-hmm. It, it, they just they, they what it is they got a bunch of seniors, and so you know, and so that that's going to help. And they usually, but uh, I think. They, they, their quarterback. God, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Of their quarterback, but he played towards the end of the year last year. So they, they got some uber all world QB. It's really a running back, but he's but he's playing yeah. QB, <laughs> you know, uh, guy, and and that that's going to make a lot of the difference for them. Um, but I, you know, so that they're the t- they're a team. I, I will. Look at. Do not be surprised. Hell, they freaking could actually be legitly ranked. You know, mid season. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, their toughest game, probably Notre Dame. Until the Notre Dame game is Houston game, which is right before the Notre Dame game. Okay. I mean, they have a tough stretch though. I mean, they got Temple, Houston, and Notre Dame. You know, in consecutive weeks. You know, no buys, all three in a row. You know, because because their buy comes really early in the season. But they're they're a team. I, I can see it, and they're well coached. You know, Kid Niamatololo, who I think quite a bit of. I think he's yeah. a really good coach. Um, and so we'll see what happens with that. But no, I, in terms of will will they will they have a near sixty? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I think I think UCF's got one to three losses. I think USF's got probably one to three losses, and I think Houston's got one to three losses, and I think that kills everybody. Which yeah. is why somebody who comes out of the MAC who doesn't have to play anyone could run the table, and you have to compete with that, and that is that's life in the G five. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Somebody who somebody who you're not even Hashtag competing life with. In the G5. Life in the G five. <laughs> somebody you're not even competing with who doesn't have to deal with the talent that you have to go against and that you are clearly better from head to toe, top to bottom, better roster, better everything, but yet you gotta compete with the fact that they didn't lose to anyone. Well yeah, well one day hopefully this this uh great the great American conference will get some respect and people will be like, Wow, you know what? Hey, I gotta value a nine and three team in the Mer- great American Versus a uh, ten and two team in the mat. I don't know. One can dream. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, all right. So, is there a a pro prospect in this division that's not named Ed Oliver? Yeah, all I, great Ed I, I Oliver. Think, I think his Houston. name is Tyree McCants. Tyree McCants got shot. 
uh, he's an absolute beast. Um, doesn't look slow. I, I don't know what his forty time is. I think like like if he if he gets a combine invite uh, in in March, you should take it. it well, I, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just wondering what's his forty time going to run because it doesn't really tell the tape of how fast he looks when he's on the field and how hard he is to tackle. Yeah, uh, but if he ends up running like a four six or four seven or whatever forty, they're gonna they're gonna think, oh well, he can't. He doesn't have the gear to, to yeah. do it. And I, I don't know what his forty times are because it doesn't matter. He's such a matchup nightmare once he's out in the secondary. Well, if he, I mean, if he can do what we talked about him being able to do this season, and he likes it, really learns how to run routes and runs great routes, he's gonna at least get a look. You know, he's not, I mean, because the size alone, I mean, you know, there, there aren't too many guys his size walking run, the streets that don't get a shot. If he can run NFL. four or five oh, or less, he's getting drafted. And if he get, and if he gets, yeah, if he can run a four or five or less, he's, they'll teach him. If he can run rounds. a four or five, he's getting drafted. If he, yeah. runs, if he can run less than that, he's a, he's a oh. first round pick. <laughs> you know, like, well, I guess it depends on how how he does this season. Uh, yeah. But but I, I would say he's a physical. He might convert him over to line to uh, to tie in, but you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, they probably want people who have run tight end routes, though, uh, in college. Um, I, I He comes to mind immediately. Just I, I see it as somebody who stands out on the field. And, and this is not new. This is, like, going on, like, three years that he's been that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ed Oliver, though, I think still is the best player in the entire conference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Oliver's um, standout. Like, it, it, I mean, he, I don't think lo- there's, he looks like he's playing at a different gear. I don't yeah. think there's one quarterback, though, that I see really playing a big role on Sundays in the whole conference right now. No, the conference, I, I, I think generally speaking, the conference is pretty quarterback poor. Mm-hmm. I'd agree, and especially now. I mean, I think I think it was there were less quarterback poor maybe the last two years, but right right now, I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, who, I, I, who's I think the best quarterback? I don't even know who's the. Well, uh, well we're talking about uh, NFL prospects, uh, yeah. so conference player is not going to be mentioned at all. He's just way too small. Um, King, Stacey King at uh, Houston, I think is a pretty good player, but I don't see him playing quarterback at the next level. No, because so, he's not a big guy either, and I, and he didn't like particularly great arm. He was just you know. Right. He'll be good though. I think I think he'll be better than than what people are saying right now. And I think he's he's a he actually is kind of maybe even maybe a little more important until how to how Houston actually does compared over, over at because I think Ed Oliver is kind of a constant. He's going to do well. He's also going to get triple teamed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 I think Ed Oliver could be a top ten pick. Ed Oliver probably will if he plays well. He will be a top ten pick. Right. Yeah. Top five. Yeah, so yeah, Chris says top five pick. Oh, if he if he shows up and then he also shows up at a combine, then yeah. Well, yeah. well, you'll you'll know that how big of a P five G five divide there is when when the pundits are talking about. Well, he didn't really take on the best talent. That's exactly what they're gonna say <laughs> during yeah. during all the draft speculation. Yeah, but you know what? He had he, there was some games. Houston Houston plays some teams though. Like like he, I mean, we not week in week out, but like they, you know, just be prepared for a G five dig at, at who he played against. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but would you, all right. So, would you like to know what the uh, the, the all, well, this is a uh, one publications all all American team is. Oh, sure, I'd just love one to hear publication. It. So it, probably several people I didn't mention, but we mentioned players better than Ed Oliver, and I I didn't think there was one. Oh uh, no no there's no there's no one no one better. Um, and I just go over highlights because I I just don't get boring just to read. Uh, there's a bunch of people no one ever heard of. Uh, Mackenzie Milton was listed as the all as all all quarterback. This is, this is probably from media days actually. So um, I would not be surprised at all trying to run Josh Heupel's offense is not the same as running as running the offense of the guy who recruited you and built. Well it yeah for it's you. gonna be he's gonna not as good but. I, Sure. Why? Not? I mean, who else? You, who else are you gonna pick? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, really. Uh, Tyree McCants is all conference wide receiver. Yeah. So they don't think they have much choice. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's good. Uh, I mean, a couple couple UCF guys as on the O line. Marcus Norman. Um, you know, is, is one of the O line picks. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, of course Ed Oliver. Uh, see if there are any USF guys. Greg Reeves. Greg Reeves is the other guy. Mm-hmm. Could he? Greg Reeves might could he might have some Sunday potential. You know. Oh, I think there's a lot of players in in, in the conference who have Sunday potential. I, I think the, the conference draws in good talent. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but right now, from a national scope, I think quarterback 
it's, it, I agree with you. I think it's kind of quarterback poor right now in the conference. Yeah, yeah. And let's just, I mean, yeah, just generally speaking. Just offensive right? playmakers alone, it's kind of poor. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that. There's not a, a bunch of guys that you like, you're like, wow, I got to see this guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, not even like the guy, uh, King's predecessor, uh, was the guy, Greg. Oh, what was oh, that guy's oh yeah, oh, he was really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember his last name. but uh, Greg Reed, but that's not his name. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember his name exactly either. I know we're terrible. Well, but once you leave the AAC, you're, you're, you're dead yeah, to us. Just forget you. Yeah, <laughs> write your ass off, dude. But, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. so we'll so we'll see. Um, back to the preview. Uh, okay. Uh, is it is one of these coaches jumping ship? And the next, who's the next big coaching star? Oh, who's, who's going to get purged? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or snatched? I actually think this is going to be a bad year for that too. I mean, who? Maybe, I mean, maybe but, Major well, Applewhite. Ken Ken has the problem of no boosters want to see that offense in the P five. That that's what that's what hurts Ken. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think Norville is probably going to Norville get, maybe because he was kind of because he's flirting with the Tennessee it's, job. He was supposed to probably get that Tennessee they, job, but they didn't want to give it to a guy from out in Memphis. If if they win the West this year, replacing Anthony Miller, replacing Riley Ferguson, he probably should be. Yeah, the, yeah, the coach yeah. who gets promoted. And he's young too, so he's he probably is the guy. That that's probably the guy, really. And after so that, I'd say maybe Willie Fritz at Tulane. I think he's got them pointing in the right direction. But how good is Tulane going to be? Are yeah, they, are they yeah. going to come yeah. back and get it? I just don't think uh, they have enough talent. So I mean, uh, if if USF has the season, uh, I could see Charlie probably being snatched up too. Probably, probably if they have the season, but then. But then Charlie, because Charlie's on a different level, so there's not every job is a job he'd take. Correct. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if, I don't know, say it would be a good one. Say Mike D'Antoni retires. D'Antoni retires at Michigan State. I, it, it, Charlie Strong and, and USF goes 13-0. Charlie Strong, maybe, but really? I, I don't know or, how. Or would I just hold out for, for, for Dan Mellon to get fired? I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how, like, uh, so, you know. I don't know how interested he'd be in that job. I don't know how interested the school would be in him. I, I he yeah. would he would maybe be like in their top five picks, but I don't think he'd be. He they'd have at least three people in front of him. They'd prefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, who's who's coaching at LSU? Well, LSU eventually fires Ed, coach. Ed Ogeron. Is it still Ed Ogeron? I'm pretty oh, sure it's Ed. It's just yeah. I, so, I, so he I, might, so he I, might get I, fired this I, year. I just want to give Ed maybe a bunch LSU of, now. Give Ed a bunch of beer and have him read uh, like a Cajun uh, menu and just and just see if I can try to pick out what he's talking about. Oh, I bet that dude could party. Oh, I bet he can party too. Oh man, oh, crazy Ed. He'd be fun. Oh, yeah, see, I, yeah, that, I, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I nothing but the best crazy Ed, but I don't know if he's going to survive this job so but yeah so that yeah so that so i think those are all possibilities i, I think normal is uh, probably the, he's probably the one major apple white if they do really do well because he's in a, he's in for, for as far as the ac goes he's in a high profile spot and he's young you know and you know he was you know you get the quarterback hero thing going on so maybe him uh but that was probably and then and then, and then yeah and charlie strong Charles Strong probably be the it'd be the, th- the third one, but like I said, he can't he can't just take every job. Like like Major Applewhite could go to like freaking you know some some mid level P five because he's he, like he can go to uh, UNC. Yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah, he could. Get, he could go UNC. Like whereas I whereas you know Charlie can't really go. To probably not. You know, or he shouldn't. I put it that he can go wherever the hell he wants. It's a grown man, but. He shouldn't go there. Yeah, I don't so. see it as an upgrade. No, it would not necessarily be but, an upgrade. But it also depends on perspective because UCF fans thought Nebraska was not an upgrade over UCF. So it's it's, it's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is an upgrade. But, you know, it's a like, massive yeah. upgrade. Yeah, Nebraska has a shit ton of money, dude. Come on now. Exactly. Like, you uh, know. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. I, I you know, I, I, UNC probably can pay Charlie more money. But it's not a better program, better spot because because it's the two pieces but again. Can it's, you it's, can you put money in my pocket? Entirely can I, perspective. Can I it's entirely win, perspective. Noticeable is perspective. what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so yeah. So that's that. Um, say one nice thing about UCF. <laughs> well, you hit me on left field with this. Uh, <laughs> For all of you that don't know, it's, it's um, close to USF. Does that count? as <laughs> a nice thing. <laughs> mm, well, okay, okay. No, I got yeah. it. Um, I um. 
I assume they educate there. <laughs> How's that? Is that a nice thing? They educate there. <laughs> I've, I've known a few people who've gone to UCF. They in, during my time time living in Orlando, going to college in Orlando. I, I, um, I have too. It, uh, actually, a really good homebrewer uh, that I know uh, went went there, and so. Well, the, there's your nice thing. There's my, you know what, there's my nice thing. There's my nice thing. Done. A, a home brewer, if you like, went to UCF. Yeah. Good guy, too. Oh, okay. Super cool. All right. One nice thing about UCF. But um, we already did it. You don't. We, oh, we, don't, we, do we, we, we don't need two nice things. Okay, that's cool. All right. <laughs> now, if, if right, you, right, you right, want to do it, the, no, if you want to do it, go ahead. Nah, nah, nah. Um, all right. So when when will the win streak end? Oh, so we're not going to do a nice thing. Nah, nah. Fuck it. Uh, I, I, I think they lose in Chapel Hill. Uh, even suspensions be damned. I, I think they lose in Chapel Hill. But you may have a different opinion. I have a different opinion. I think that I I sell on on North, on North Carolina. I think they're going to be terrible this year. And I think that despite the game being in the Great Keenan Memorial Stadium, nice place, um, I think that UCF actually wins, and unfortunately, that's gonna that that, that will inflate UCF and UCF fan base um, to to this to the point of hysteria. Of course, Are, they've got a banner in their stadium that says "National Champions." I I don't think it's possible to to yeah, go to into a higher any, level yeah, of hysteria. Yeah, 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 to inflate any higher than what's already been inflated. I mean, the, the, if, when you're make believing national championships, I I don't yeah. really think it gets any higher level of inflating whatever. Hysteria you're referring they to. They had a parade in Disney World. You can have a parade to celebrate your season. No one's going to dog you for that. But when you literally, but put, it was a national championship parade. When you put national, <laughs> so like, when you when you <laughs> print national champions and you hang it, mm. a, a, declaring that you won a national championship that didn't does not exist. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's kind of ridiculous. Um, kind of is an understatement. Kind of is yes. probably an understatement. Being kind by saying kind of, I just think that they beat North Carolina. And maybe okay. I'll eat those words later, but um, I, don't good. Think, I don't think I will. I think I think they have enough talent to beat North Carolina, a North Carolina team that I may not have all their players. I honestly know enough about North Carolina to make a lot of judgmental decisions. I just know that they're able to recruit P5 players. They're, they're constantly rated higher than, than what you see in G5 and AAC, and therefore i got to think that they're going to be competitive. And they're probably very deep, too. They probably have – Three and four stars almost throughout their entire roster. See, well, ESPN seems to think that North Carolina will beat UCF. Well, it's it season hasn't started. So. They haven't started, and they wrong. So that's cool. <laughs> um, you know, I just think that I, I just think they get through that that matchup, and then they lose. They they get by FAU. Which is going to stretch them, though. I can't believe that game's going to be a 7 o'clock start on freaking ESPN. I don't know. Whatever. So they beat, they beat, they get, yeah, they get by FAU. And then they, and then, so they're all blowing up, man. They're, um, they're, 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 uh, Oh, because it's Friday night. No, no one else is playing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. As soon as you said that, I go, wait, what are you talking about? I was like, SEC's on it at night on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- so, t- TV executives are listening to this segment going, what? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> like running through tr- oh, spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, no one's watching on Friday night. Okay. Yeah, right. All right, so, you know, for, uh, they, so they get they get 4-0 ranked, get to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh does what te- Pittsburgh does to teams. They chew up ranked teams. And they beat they they're going to beat them. I'm telling you, That's Pittsburgh is, is Pittsburgh. I think is a better version of North Carolina. They're a they're your mid your your mid to lower I'll uh, say G or P five teams. Yeah, yeah. And when you're a G five, that's this, these are people you're competing with for recruits. So and they got more money than you. So Pitt's not going to be a walking park. Pitt, Pitt's probably going to try to lap and punch them in the face. I think I think Pittsburgh beats them. I think that's how they lose. They probably will. So yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I'll pick them to lose both those games, North Carolina and Pitt. <laughs> How many games do you think they'll lose this year? Uh, I think they lose in Memphis, and I think they lose in Tampa. Uh, Navy's not going to be an easy. So I'll, I'll say four. I say two to three. I think they. I think they beat North Carolina. I think they lose to Pittsburgh. I think they lose to USF, and then the the question mark is at Memphis. You know, because and I think I think I don't think a whole lot of Memphis's team, but I think they're going to circle the wagons with this because they came so close. That's the thing, that's the thing that gets lost in the national championship season. 
I, I, I can tell you. Is, when, that, when, is, that, is that they almost that they all it, it almost died on the field at at, Liber- at the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So when you have to coach and you can't just call plays, you have to worry about both sides of the ball. It's you don't have your guy under center, so it's it's not going to be a walk in the park. No, they they actually they have a t- I think we talked about this on our last show. Uh they actually have a tough schedule. They have a t- for for some for the transition that UCF has in terms of their entire coaching staff and then in terms of some of the guys on defense and you know including uh Shaquem Griffin all those guys they have a quite a bit of transition, you know, like mm-hmm. like quite and quite a and quite a tough schedule. Like just kind of like dang, dude. Like I'm not like I mean, it's not like some crazy like, you know, it's not like it's not murderous row. Yeah, the, no. I mean, it's still they're still playing the American, but like, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, FAU will be it's going to be harder than you think. North Carolina's going to be a tough game. Pittsburgh's going to be a tough game. You know, yeah, Memphis is is on the road. It's going to be difficult. Navy, they may not beat Navy. They have Navy at homecoming. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's their homecoming game. So yeah. you know, so we'll see what happens. And they got USF at the uh, um, on Black Friday. So. So we'll, we'll see. We we shall see in terms of that. Um, okay, so we're going to play a quick game here. Pick the winner of these five marquee great American matchups. Okay. Starting with Arizona at Houston on, on the 8th, uh, September 8th. <laughs> uh, I think literally it will be bear down. I think Arizona's going to get rolled. Um, did, did they end up changing – Coaches, I, I know they had the they had the issue with uh, Ed Rod- or Miss Rodriguez. Rich Rod, Rich, Rich Rod's gone. Yeah, so I I think Houston rolls them. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think I think Houston wins that game. So and then that'll, that will send Houston fans into a frenzy. So much the same way was as the. Don't understand uh, the why, game. but okay. As the uh, Oklahoma game, a few years. I, I would call Arizona a bottom feed P five team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds now. They're not too good. They they're they're literally bared down, in my opinion. Yeah. So Georgia Tech at at USF. I think that one's almost a straight coin flip. Uh, I mean, you know, I like Marshall a lot. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's dynamite. Um, USF's got speed. Um, if if they can play a if they can play a great game front seven, I mean, they can win the game because you can run and score on Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I'll I'll say a fifty-one forty-nine uh, percent. I'll just pick USF, but I I think that's a pretty even game. I give the slight edge to Georgia Tech. Okay. I think that they. I think I think USF's going to struggle with that def- that offense a little bit. They're going to score points on Tech. Yeah, They're I think struggle that I think, offense. I think people might sleep on USF's offense. Yeah. Just dismiss them immediately. I don't know why, but uh, they're they're loaded. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they're gonna score. Tech, on tech struggles on defense. Tech's not that great defense. In fact, Miami came back and beat Tech because Tech just couldn't tackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now Tech did change the offense, uh, defense coordinators. Uh, Nate Woody, this guy from uh, Appalachian State, is their new D- DC, and he's a pretty good defense coordinator. But this is second game of the season, so I, I don't know. And, and and I don't think I don't know if the talent's quite in place. I think the, I think Tech's gonna give up a lot of points in this game, but I think they're gonna score a lot of points. I'm going to give Slash Attack the only thing I will say, and I, I hope to God this works out in USS favor, is Tech fumbles the ball an awful lot. You know, they, they, yeah, they, they'll put the ground on the ball on the ground. You know, so. I think and, uh, and USF does have a good good defense. As so, Brian Jean. And an opportunity, opportunistic defense. So that kind of plays in their favor a little bit. So. Says Brian Jean coached against a, I think at USF, he hasn't coached against a uh, wishbone yet. No, because he didn't have Navy last year. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So, so so that'd be that'd be one thing. Would be this is a little bit kind of hitting you left handed. Does he? Can he get the guys ready to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do they have a week off in between? Or no, it, no. They play. They play that's Elon. A, that's and a, then right that's another big game. thing too. Is if yeah. you have extra time to prepare for for Wishbone, it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we'll see. So uh, Temple versus at Maryland. <sighs> September fifteenth. I'm assuming the whole world's going to start to neutralize for Maryland at some point. I think right now there's, <laughs> there's, they're in media shock. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think Temple is good enough to go in there and beat them. So I'll say Maryland just wins on talent. Not even knowing who's coaching them. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, Maryland would have been good last year. Both their top two quarterbacks got hurt extremely early. Yeah, they, they would have yeah. been a good team last year. They they they, they went into Texas and won last yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. I you know what? Um, 
God, that's a trip. That's that's a that's one of the tougher ones on this. Like, uh, I want to pick Temple. I think Temple's gonna be better than they were last year, but I just don't know that. I don't know. I yeah. I think I think by September Maryland will have enough to beat Temple. You know, by that point. You know. So yeah, I got. I, I'm at the go. Kind of. I'm at the go with Maryland on that one. Um, Pitt at UCF. I, I think Pitt's going to beat them. Uh, I, I think Pitt's a pretty good football program. I think they're underrated. They, they just happen to play, you know, ACC, and there's people out there who are just better and deeper than they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, always, they always beat somebody. Uh, that, that's the, I guess the college football world, for the punt from the, from the ca- average fan, might think that's a big win for Pitt to go in Orlando to win. Nah, so, I don't think anybody's going to think that at all. I think it'll be a nice win. It'll be ne- it's necessary for Pitt, but it's almost kind of a little bit of a can't win situation, really. I mean, that Pitt, you, I mean, UCF will be ranked. Pitt probably won't. So that will uh, there's that. But um, well, Pitt's got to play a tougher schedule. You know, um, but I, I think I think Pitt rolls them. I, I think I think I think they actually I think they do I think they 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 roll right past yes them and and it's. I think, given how UCF may be playing at that point, it's going to come as a surprise. But yeah, I think I think Pitt's pretty good. Pitt's, Pitt's a, yeah, like you said, Pitt's a good program. They they're consistent. Not great. Not good. Not bad. They're, they get they, they they coach up some athletes. They're, they're a roller coaster you know? because they get some highs every once in a while, but they don't. And they'll probably lose a game that they should win. Yeah, yeah. That's well. That's a, you can count on for Pitt for that. They're gonna win a game that you don't think they were gonna win. They're gonna lose a game that they should have won. Like they they'll beat they'll beat Miami to keep them out of, out of the playoffs, but they'll lose to Syracuse. Yeah. So you know, um, you know, so you know, shit like that. So, um, and uh, so you know, so I, I you know honestly I think that um, I don't know, like I said I already said that earlier. That's 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 done. I think that is a done done deal. I think Pittsburgh beats UCF. Uh, dera- and um, derails their national championship season. Quite frankly, <laughs> Pitt's national championship season uh, derails UCS national championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to go back to back, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to go na- national national. Oh, you know, man. even 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 in the fictional realm, it's very difficult. Even in the fictional go, realm, <laughs> it's very difficult to go na- national te- you know, national uh, championship. You know what? I, you know what? They you know what? They could if they were still making EA Sports NCAA. Could, but, but, but that would be possible. But s- since they don't make it anymore, I guess I just can't pick UCF to go win national championships. Uh, no. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. I just you know it just it just is what it is. But I, I think that that's going to be one of the. The one of the three losses for UCF this year, um, Memphis and Missouri. Uh, that's an intriguing matchup. Uh, would love to. See, it's, uh, that's later in the season. Would yeah. love to see how Memphis's offenses looks by then. Um, I mean, Missouri's got a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. certain. And I don't think they're going to have too much trouble. We're probably replacing Hypo with somebody else who can come in and call plays for him. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think they're going to give Missouri gives up points because they score super fast. Yeah, um, so yeah. that that game could actually be a lot of fun to watch. That might be a fun game to watch. I, I think it'll, that'll be enjoyable. I, I I'm picking Missouri. I'll take I, I'll, I'll, I, take, I'll I, take Missouri just out of more. I have a more known. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're going to be one a a little bit better in D, on defense, and they had the game at home. I think Missouri's with, with that quarterback. Missouri is right at that same realm of the other teams we talked about: Pitt, uh, probably Pitt, Georgia Tech. Uh, well, Maryland. If 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 Maryland wasn't so topsy turvy now with the head coaching spot, I mean, you're 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 these you're these like yeah, you're right in the middle. The top level G fives are competing against you for recruits. I think I think Missouri's actually slightly beneath it. Okay, so wait, what are the teams that you compared again? So, say like your your UNCs, your Pitts, your Georgia Techs. I think they're all slightly ahead of Missouri. Okay, so lower to bottom, mid mid. We'll call mid major P five P five. Yeah. All right, ranked in order. Tech is definitely above the rest of those teams. Okay, more, I, I, more I, I think, I think Maryland and access to better access. I, I think I think Maryland is as well. I think if, if 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 Maryland wasn't going into this season with like all the negative press right now, they they, they might be a sexy pick for some teams. 
Maryland's the squad don't, don't forget, so badly that I can't give them. Don't, don't forget, I can't give them anything less than three on that list. Don't forget when they lost to UCF, they had their third string quarterback. They were they were really good. They went into uh, into Austin and, and whipped ass. Yeah, no, I so, I get that. I get that. And Maryland has produced Maryland has produced good athletes. They produce they produce some some yeah, players. Under Armour, right? Yeah, that's, they got that Under Armour dough, but you know um, we must protect this house. Yeah, yeah. We have those commercials. They don't show those anymore. Uh, I guess they, they died, died, of died off. Yeah, I don't know. Different 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 direction in market in terms of marketing. I, you know, kids um, couldn't convince their moms that they need to protect the house. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I yeah no 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 Maryland. Uh, I would I would actually say Missouri or UNC. Probably UNC because UNC's had more success. Missouri actually had some strange. So Missouri had a run where they were actually going to the East, mm-hmm. SEC East, but that was almost by default, so you can't even really count that. Well, so, they were they were rolling teams scoring fifty points a game because they were literally taking no time at all. I mean, Heupel's offense was literally just stay on the field as little as possible. Yeah, but yeah, which yeah. which in Evans you're gonna when you do that the flip is that you're gonna give up a lot of points because yeah, your yeah, defense yeah. is gonna be on the field you're for like forty yeah, forty two minutes. You're Texas Tech, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Now I I I would put UNC ahead of Texas Tech. I mean ahead of uh, Missouri. I would put Missouri ahead of Maryland. I think Maryland. I would take Maryland I think way over Missouri. Program is Maryland's not. I think Maryland would destroy Missouri if they played them. I don't think so. Okay. Maryland, because Maryland can probably play enough defense to get past. I mean, not Maryland. I mean, Missouri can play enough defense. Missouri was the Maryland. worst defense in the SEC by a landslide, which and, is probably still better than. Maryland, don't be surprised though. if that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we're probably still better. Yeah, I, Maryland's just not a very good team, and this is, this is a terrible time for all this stuff to happen. You know, like, well, they don't play each other, so it doesn't really matter. So it doesn't matter. So this is all fictional, just like just like UCS <laughs> national champion. Hello, so um. But I, see, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's close it out with, okay, a, give me a, a great American championship game and a great American winner. Okay. Uh, huh. Man, it, it's – given the games I'm picking UCF to lose, I don't see how they come out of the East. Uh you can you can lose some pits, pits don't make it. I, I just if it's, if it's not them, it has to be USF because I I don't see anybody else in the East that that's going to do it. I mean, I, I know Temple's got USF at home, but I just don't think Temple's that great. Um, I I, I guess I guess I'll take me, USF like, out of the East. And uh, wow, I kind of like the idea of Navy being a sleeper. Uh, USF though does go to Houston. That's one of their harder games of the year. If they were to fall at Houston, Houston might might be good. But Houston's got it tough. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I guess USF at Houston maybe would be the AAC championship game. All right. Who, um, who's the great American winner? Well, if USF lost to them already, I think they'll they'll avenge it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but 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 I don't have tons of faith in any of these predictions at this point. I I, I think it's a very, very even actually uh, AAC. If you had if you had Anthony Miller or Riley Ferguson on Memphis, I I think this would what be makes them better, th- th- this yeah. would be like a super deep conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there's, there's a few there's a few of these things that are unknown. Houston seems like the safest choice out of the West, and then I feel like USF's the only choice I can pick given the where I'm picking losses for UCF. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got to go the same direction just simply because I can't trust Navy completely. Mm-hmm. Navy's got some good home games. They, 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 Navy. I mean, it lays out for Navy really. Mm-hmm. Like Navy should actually, Navy should actually win eight or nine games this year. Mm-hmm. You know, for they still might. They still might. It just not go. Just not go to the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to, to the, uh, to the conference championship. Uh, I'm gonna pick Houston because I think Houston's got the talent on defense. I think I think King's good on offense, and I think he should get better. And I think they run the type of offense that that fits his uh, fits his style, uh, his, his abilities. Um, I think you know, I think the Memphis game is going on the road against Memphis might not be the best, but I think Houston has has a shot there as well. Um, I just think they're a little bit more talented than Memphis. I think that would be a great game. 
they, they positioned it right. They're trying to get that like whole, you know, into the season. AC, they know, want the AC record, West right? rivalry. Yeah, you know, it's a smart. Um, and so that's good. But I don't think I think that, I think that's going to hold them back. And then in terms of the East, it will come down to, to USF and UCF. But I think the way UC, USF lost last year. I think that's going to resonate, and I think remember like a week ago, I was talking or a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how uh, Lovey Smith is not really a circle the wagons type of coach, a guy that's going to be like, "Hey, man, we're not going to let these guys come and kick us around. We we let them kick us around last no, year, man. Fuck that shit. We're not going to no, let." No, in fact, around if people if people talk up, he tells them to shut up. Yeah, exactly. So, well, like Charlie Strong is that type yeah, of guy, yeah, so like exactly. you know, and I think and, this and hence Charlie's had a far more successful coaching career. Yeah, 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 you know. Well, he didn't go to the Super Bowl yet, but yeah, so, but you know, you let Charlie be uh, on the sidelines of the NFL for when his younger days, and he be coaching the NFL, he'd be fine. No, Char- Charlie's a man, yeah, and, yeah, and he he gets people riled up the fire to play. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so I, I think given the talent, you know, we've talked about this a lot in terms in terms of USF, in terms of South Florida, you know, talent, talent in the receiving core. A young and untested back, but talented, I feel, but very talented. Uh, the best um, defense in the conference, too. Best defense in the conference, easily. Um, quarterback, I'd like to see what's going to happen with quarterback. I uh, heard someone say today they, that they that, uh, they thought it was going to be keen, but um, but Aladukin should get paid time, and he might actually be the the guy who should be playing the season overall. I think it depends on what Sterling Gilbert likes. To me, whatever fits his offense better, that's who I want to go with. And, yeah, and but and when you think it in a way, in terms of Sterling Gilbert's offense, they're they are even actually experienced in terms of, their, of that of that offense. It's just King's been around more. Well, no, this is just it's fit. It's whoever is the better fit is who I want to go with. But I I think they're both going to play a lot uh, uh, in, in the first game and. You might you might see you might you're see, see you gonna see him. I think you see Barnett too. Bennett, I, I, th- I think Bennett, you might, I think you might see multiple quarterbacks in almost every game. Yeah, I see. I would worry me if he saw all, all multiple quarterbacks in every game. I, I actually don't want to see that. I want to see someone take charge. I don't mind against Elon seeing all those guys. I think it depends. I think Elon's pretty have, much your preseason game. But if you like, have packages that do specific things for these guys, I say why not? You could get, give them something new to worry about when you put them out there. Maybe one or two got one or two plays a game, you know, short yardage stuff, you know, different situ- situational stuff. But I would like to see Keena Aladukin take charge, be the guy. I think that's. I don't. I I would worry if there was one of those guys were so good, weren't so good that you had to be like, no, I have to have this guy take. Probably won't be able to tell when they play snaps, Elon. Yeah. You know. You probably won't break it. No, sense you of won't that. be able. Elon's like I said. Elon's a preseason game, pretty much. I feel bad for you know the, those fans of the Phoenix. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry, but like this is what you know, it is. What it is, but um, but yeah, given those things, you see, it's good, but there, but there, there, tremendous losses on defense. You lose their entire coaching staff. Um, and I don't think they're gonna. I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on them, and I don't think, quite frankly, they're gonna be as hungry for this. You know, like I think that, that's the one benefit is I think USF is gonna be real hungry for this, especially like now if they are, now USF is 11 and 0 coming in this game. There's gonna be a lot of pressure attached to that, but whatever, you know, like like whatever. I, I, if they're 11 yeah. and 0, that, that means that they're taking care of business, and I got a lot of confidence in them. Yeah, so. yeah, they may come. Yeah, they may come in this game very confident, you know, and you know, and so I, I, given all those things, I think they do win. I think they do. Um, they do beat UCF. I think that will determine the division. And I, and that's kind of how I felt when I was picking it. It was like it's like well, by process elimination, it would have to be them in the East. And then it was just a matter of where would they play the game. And, and I'm thinking, well, if they, if USF went to Houston but lost, and maybe maybe that was their only conference loss of the season, then if they had to go back there again, I could see having a second chance they could avenge it, especially yeah. since it's not going to be a cold weather game. Yeah, yeah. I, I I actually, it's like in a weird way, I feel like it doesn't even matter where the game's at. Like I, I, I want it here, of course, because we mm-hmm. be there. But like, I I think I think USF could win it there. I think they could win it because I don't think Houston has. A bit of a home field advantage, but not really. 
Um, I don't think any I don't think any American conference team has a has a true home field advantage. Where like, hey, I'm not actually gonna, Navy might be the, the Navy, biggest. Maybe I was gonna say na- maybe Navy. Like if Navy could get a team like say say Navy does this and USF doesn't and USF is up a Navy, I'd be I put I'd be more worried about playing a game on December on the first Saturday of December in yeah. Annapolis, Annapolis than I would be in Houston. Yeah, know? yeah, so, I agree with that for sure. You know, so um, for some reason I don't know why, but it just can't stop me. Greg Ward was the quarterback. Greg at, uh, Ward, yes, I knew his first name was Houston. Greg. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure Greg Ward's even playing football anymore. No, nah, he's probably not. But I'm sure. I hope. But he seems but, like a nice kid, and I'm sure he's, oh, he's a good heck of a QB when he was at Houston. Yeah, he was. Um, so yeah. So I, I. So so I think USF Houston, and I think I'm gonna pick. I I, I don't like doing this because I'm you know, worried about. I'm, I'm gonna pick USF to win. Okay. Win the Great American. I don't know. I, I I don't know that necessarily means a New Year's Six for them. I don't think it does either. But I do think that they will. Uh, so oh, we just got word. Greg Ward's actually a receiver for the Eagles. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yep, I, nice. I agree. He's a good athlete. So He's a good, good athlete. That makes perfect sense, actually. So, so yeah. So that I, so that's my pick. I think I think I think USF gets it done. Um, I feel like we said. I think we picked USF last year. <laughs> but, you, know, but, mm-hmm. you know, it quite worked out. But we were awful freaking close. Mm-hmm. Awful close. We were literally like. A, um, freaking yeah! I mean, it, they lost to the national champions. There's no shame in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> with asterisk. <laughs> so you know, oh UCF boy, UCF. I, well, I'll tell you one thing about their the, about the national championship marketing campaign. Boy, don't let them lay an egg this year, boy. Holy shit, man! They freaking lose some games. They they lose some some. Okay, we haven't winning a, a, a number of games that they should. But boy, they lose some of these games, man. Uh, I'm not gonna say Twitter is gonna be ablaze with with this national championship stuff, like the like they're the faulty. When you're whatever. that delusional, maybe, you get like, what's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Uh, I don't know. We'll, it, we'll, it's we'll already been rolling. This, it's this already been rolling. I mean, hell, the, the, the previous coaching staff ha- has has dug on them. So I, I I'm not to, to me that, that that's a report you sow, man. You're you're that crazy. People are gonna call you for it. Oh yeah, well that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, like I said, it, it was things. It's, it's one of those like shit rolls downhill things. Like one person says, "Hey, we should call ourselves national championship. Wouldn't it be funny?" And someone else is like, "Hey, that's a good idea." And then someone, no one gets a T-shirt printed, and, and then someone makes and, a hat. And they didn't hear that the previous person says, "No, I was kidding." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and so you know, and then before you know it, man, it's it's like and, a and, thing. And then know, before so. you know it, people are laughing, and then in, in ten years they're gonna look up and say, "National championship? Like they were in the playoff?" Yeah, like, like no, like they're like ah, oh, you know that's the national championship. So anyway, so we shall see what happens. That is the Great American Conference. So for now, glasses are empty, the mics are off. This is Balls and Brew.